Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Welcome along, here's another edition of the IPL Dailies. We're going all the way through IPL 2021, and we've seen a victory today for the mighty Mumbai Indians, who have uh, beaten the Rajasthan Royals to keep their hopes alive in the competition. Not just beaten them, but they've absolutely mullered them and uh, boosted their net run rate at the same time. Um, I am joined today by, well, there's two people to start with. Rito's going to join us very shortly, but Claire and Raj are with me to begin with. Claire, I know you are, I mean, Kings Punjab, let's face it, Punjab Kings, whatever they're called these days, and they're gone, aren't they? So Mumbai Indians is now your team as well. They needed that, didn't they? They certainly did. Yeah, sadly, I haven't seen the uh, first innings yet, so I just managed to get home in time to see the uh, the whole of Mumbai Indians batting. And uh, what a great performance, kind of, from the off. So nice to see Ishan Kishan getting runs and just looking happy and back to the, you know, his happy little self. And, uh, yeah, interesting prospect for him going forward. Yeah, absolutely destructive. And, um, yeah, shame they didn't do that a little bit earlier, but really good to see that and keep the competition, I guess, in that middle section alive. With, with Ishan Kishan Claire, he's one of those players to me that when he's good, he's brilliant. When he's bad, he's not so great. And you've got to accept that kind of thing with somebody like him, haven't you? You know, you just enjoy the good days and there'll, there'll be days where it doesn't quite come off for him. Yeah, but I think this competition, it's just not come off for him at all, has it? And then he's had to miss a couple of games and kind of rethink things and um, to sort of come back and put in a performance like that when your team absolutely needs it. Must be a real boost for his confidence. Did I see his, the, uh, he got his thousand runs? The yeah. youngest player to do that was it for Mumbai or the youngest player to do that but I think, really was, I think it was in uh, for, from any franchise I'm not sure um yeah, but I awesome. Raj um come to you next Rito's appeared on our screens hello Rito um but uh, Raj that that win for Mumbai just keeps it interesting doesn't it um stops KKR just getting a um, we'll come to Rito in a second who's our KKR fan budget I'm sure Rito's a little bit tense now Raj because it's a bit exciting in that middle now this just kept it alive isn't it absolutely and you know with Mumbai you cannot never 
ever write of the Mumbai Indians at any stage of the competition. You see Pollard on his uh, pre-game conference, he said, the day you write Mumbai Indians off. So you cannot really write Mumbai Indians off in any tournament. They are like the Real Madrid of uh, the IPL. Five-time champions, you cannot write them off easily. And I expected Mumbai to win today, uh, but not this convincingly. They put on a great performance today, right from Nisham to Kulten Isle. So an Aussie and a Kiri guy making Mumbai Indians uh, reach that comfortable position today. And Jimmy Nisham comes in there. He takes three. Nathan Kulten Isle takes four. His career-best figures in the IPL. And surprise selections in many ways, weren't they? You know, Mumbai Indians haven't been playing those guys very often, but inspired. Absolutely surprising. Uh, also because, you know, it also has to do a lot with Hardik Pandya not bowling. Uh, with Hardik Pandya not bowling, you know, the balance of the side gets tilted a bit. And that's why, you know, Mumbai Indians prefer Jimmy Nation, the kind of regular seamer on these wickets, who is very useful. Uh, because Kyron Pollard is also one who can give them a few overs, but they do not trust Kyron Pollard to give more than two overs per game. That's why they wanted to have some sort of balance in the middle order. Also, you know, Kurnal Pandya, in the last few games, he's not been scoring runs for them. Rahul Chahar was a bit off color, so they decided to, you know, uh, give Kishan that confidence boost opening the innings for Mumbai Indians, uh, leave the cop out, which gives them sort of kind of freedom uh, for uh, Ishan Kishan to express himself and then you have Jimmy Nisham in the middle but uh, I was uh, not happy watching this game today from a fan point of view because uh, these are pitches you know which are not good for uh, T20 cricket is what I feel I remember you know uh, James during the England's tour to India you know you uh, you were uh, very critical about the pitches because the pitches did not offer much for say the batsman to cash on I believe the pitches in Sharjah are also the same mold. Uh, does not offer much for the batsmen. I am totally in for the bowlers. You know, I love the bowlers. I love uh, games which are very close. But these are pitches where, for example, in the last game when Moses Henriques takes three wickets and Jimmy Nisham, who's the who's the sixth bowler or the seventh bowler of Mumbai Indians, if he ends up with those figures, then you're not talking about a bad bad pitch. I agree with you to an extent, but Mumbai Indians won Raj and they boosted their net run rate. So today we can kind of like forgive the pitch a little bit, Rito, can't we? James, I've been on about these pitches for uh, since. The, the resumption of the IPL, these are just dreadful pitches. They are in charge, and these are just not good pitches. And I'm Rito, 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 and um, before we get too far on, if we'd carried on at Mumbai Indians' rate of scoring, they would have ended up with a very, very big score. It was Rajasthan Royals with Paul, wasn't it? They were chasing only 92, and in such small chases, James, you can't probably say how poor the pitches were because the batsmen are always going, they know the odds are stacked in favor of them, so there's no they will take the chances and Mumbai had to just better their net run rate although they have won but my, but my, my point stands though Rito in that the fact that Mumbai were 91 for 2 inside 10 overs double that they were on course for 200 weren't they so how, how can you say that was a, t- a terrible terrible pitch Rajasthan Royals just made an absolute mess of it I, t- I, I missed the first the start of it and I was watching David Miller who is renowned for being quite explosive he was just knocking it around defending it hitting the ones he was struggling and we never saw any struggling with the with men Mumbai were batting no even in the power play of Rajasthan's innings they were looking to get on with it but then again they lost a couple of wickets and then from Jimmy Nishan came in to the attack and then he did just derail the Rajasthan innings but these are not good pitches James whatever you might say that they would have, Mumbai would have probably scored 200 but you have to agree that these are not good pitches for a T20 cricket it's so, not just as it's I, not just a batting game though is it Rito bowlers play a part as well yeah we don't want games 
to be higher, too tilted towards the batsman as well as not to for the bowlers as well. So we want a balance of it. And what would you prefer then? About 100, 145 plays, 145 somewhere in that, in that region? Yeah, looking at it is T20 cricket, I would say 170 plays, 170. Okay. Where, where, do you start, where do you stand on the pitches, Claire? Do, do, you, do you like it when the bowlers are in are in the thing or do you like it when it's sixes and fours and 200 plays, 190? Well, I think sometimes we've got used to the massive hitting big scores, but I I really like to see the bowlers in with a chance and taking wickets and keeping it interesting and not just everything kind of in favour of the batsman. I mean, there's some really good bowling skills on offer. Um, let's see them. Let's give the bowlers a chance as well and not just be about like really dominant batters. Um, it's quite nice as well, Claire, to see the bowlers getting edges and bowling batsmen and, and getting LBWs rather than getting wickets caught on the mid-wicket boundary. Well, there's nothing I like better than to just see the stumps fly. I have to say that's one of my best moments in cricket is when I see you know somebody get clean bowled by just a brilliant ball. I love that. So I, I don't mind seeing um, a few like, you know, I mean, there's been some, this wasn't a close game, but there has been some really close games where the ball Bowlers have really played a massive part in getting their teams forward. And it's not just, like I say, about being a big hitter who's whacked the ball all over. I think it keeps it interesting. Rita, you had to come back? Yeah, James, it's like in a test match. The, uh, the, first, the team scoring 600 odd in the first innings and then there is a lot of runs, uh, scoreboard pressure on the batting team and they collapse under it. Even though the pitch is flat uh, on over there, but still uh, teams batting in the second innings collapse under the scoreboard pressure. So, so the, these games have been a bit like that. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. I, I must admit, I, I like a variation. I quite like a tournament where you get one match where it's 220, 230 is the, is the first innings total and it's fours and sixes and A.B. de Villiers doing what he does or something. And then the next match, maybe, I mean, today was an extreme. A team getting bowled out for, or effectively bowled out for 90 is probably a little bit too low. But I do like to see, Raj, a bit of a variation sometimes and to see bowlers in the game. I am absolutely for bowlers in the game always. You know, I, I like the games where bowlers come in those are the games which makes the games more exciting as for me so I'm totally in for bowlers dominating James uh, but you've got to see Moses Andriks Kyron Pollard Jimmy Nishin these are not your regular frontline 20 bowlers these are but, but they are bowlers Raj they are bowlers yeah I, I know but uh you know, it's similar to Joe Root. It's, it's, not, it's not just, it's not like they've just taken somebody off the street and said, come in and bowl. Kieran Pollard's been around a while. He's got a very good record. Absolutely. But it's, it's similar to, you know, Joe Root picking up six foot. We know Joe Root is a very good, uh, a handy part-timer. And in fact, uh, Joe Root is one of the best part-timers that I've seen in cricket. 
in the last few years. Uh, but if Joe Root picks up six wickets and runs right in a session, you know, then you got to be critical of the pitch. But you, you, you can't you can't describe Nathan Coulter-Nile. You can't describe Kieran Pollard as part timers, though, can you? No, Nathan Coulter-Nile is not a part timer, but Jimmy Nisham and Kieran Pollard, you know, these are part timers. If they bowl, well, then no, he's not. No, 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 no. Raj, Raj, Raj. Jimmy Nisham. He might not be the creme de la creme of international cricket, but he's a bona fide bowling all rounder. That's what he's, he's. He's an international cricketer. It's it is, it is disrespectful to call Jimmy Nisham a part timer. No, no, it's 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 hard to explain. But Jimmy Nisham definitely is a batting all rounder who could roll his arm, and if needed, he could roll his arm, saying he could give you two overs at max. But if he has figures, saying three wickets under ten runs in such a pitch, then you definitely need to doubt the pitch. It's it's not a good advert for T20. I'm totally in for bowlers uh, dominating a game where bowlers can take a lot of wickets get close. But these are pitches where the batsmen find it extremely hard to you know get away. Uh, you have these slow medium paces where you can just take the pace off and then the pitch will do the rest for you. And it's extremely hard for cricketers to get away. Uh, you you might just say that Mumbai Indians you know made a mockery of that case, but 90 runs are too less. Uh, you know even if Mumbai Indians would have gone bang bang from day ball one, they would have chased this target say in 17 overs or 18 overs. Not taking away the fact that Mumbai bowled exceptionally well. RR was definitely poor, but you know the pitch could be a different topic altogether. I believe. That the the part timers of Mumbai bowled exceptionally well, says Raj. Yeah, Dav. And Rito, what that result does do, it puts pressure on your KKR boys, doesn't it? Yeah, James, before moving on to KKR, I would like to put another parallel. It's like playing the county championship in April and May and those dibbly-dobbly pieces taking tons of wickets on green. That's when it's played, Rito. It bookends the season. It's marginalised by the county game. But that's a completely different... You you are not happy with that? I'm not happy with this. So we have to live with this. Can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, even though the Mumbai have better than net run red, but I would say that still uh, Kiki are in prime position to make that fourth place in that period of sport because the way RR are playing, even Kolkata will believe they can better their even better their net run red in the next game, no matter how well Mumbai plays in their last game. So it's still in Kolkata's hands. I'm not the, the advantage. Um, the advantage Mumbai have got, Rito, is that KKR play first, don't they? So Mumbai get to see what KKR have done. They'll know exactly what's expected of them before they yeah. they take the field against SRH. Yeah, what uh, what I was hearing from the commentary was probably Mumbai need to chase down if they're chasing, they need to chase down the target within ten overs, and if they're first, they need to win by more than 100 runs so still the odds are stacked against Mumbai James. that was, that was when they were that's when they were making the calculation on Mumbai chasing it down today inside 10 overs they chased it down in 8.2 so that actually makes it just makes it a little bit easier for Mumbai I mean it still needs a massive swing don't get me wrong but the swing the swing today was about half a run in net run rate between that so you know KKR win by just the one run or off the last ball or whatever um, Mumbai do have a chance because Sunrisers I mean they're on the plane and they're on the beach Rita, aren't they they're, 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 they're done and dusted they'll, they'll put out the, the kids yeah the, but the way more, uh, RRR are playing KKR's next opponents I would say KKR must win by five overs at, at max don't you think though I mean go, let's go to Claire because she's a, a more of a neutral um, on, on the well she's not actually she's a Mumbai fan but Rajasthan Royals they strike me Claire 
as being a team which is absolutely god-awful most of the time. But every now and again, they're fantastic. If they get the fantastic out of the cupboard on the, on the final game, they could cause KKR all kinds of trouble. Well, I, I, like I said earlier, I think it's really interesting that there's even that kind of debate going on and like there's still a scrap going on for, you know, who's going to get that fourth place, which is, is really good. Like, it could easily be you know, done, dusted, and everybody's just kind of playing the, se- the season out. But actually, there's still this big scrap. We're still having the debates, and it still keeps it interesting. And, yeah, Rajasthan, I mean, they've won some good battles this year, haven't they? Um, you know, when it looked like they might have been uh, getting defeated. So who knows what's going to happen there? Um, okay, KKR play Rajasthan Royals on Thursday in Sharjah. So that's going to be on the pitch that you two guys at the bottom of the screen love. Um, and then Sunrisers take them on, on Mumbai in Abu Dhabi, which is the big scoring ground. So it's made for the swing there, Raj, because if, if KKR win that, it's going to be a, a close game. If Mumbai can beat Sunrisers on Abu Dhabi with a big score, you never know, do you? Yeah, we're ready for a surprise. And like I said in the beginning of the pod as well, that you cannot write off Mumbai Indians so easily. Mumbai historically has made these top four entries uh, in the previous IPLs as well. You remember in 2014, Aditya Tare hitting off that six to James Faulkner. So Mumbai knows how to do it. And KKR historically, the last two seasons have tipped off down because of net run rate. And this time, they, I think, are in a much comfortable position where they just have to beat RR and I think they would go through. Because even though, you know, uh, beating RR would not guarantee them a top four spot because Mumbai can do magical as we speak. But I think if KKR uh, can take their fate in own hands and beat RR, they would be comfortable and they'll sail through. This is going to be very tough because Andre Russell is not fit. Uh, KKR would be looking at Andre Russell to be back fit. Uh, how fit is Lockie Ferguson? We do not know because Lockie Ferguson was exceptional for KKR as soon as the second leg of this IPL resumed. Uh, because even though Tim Saudi is a fantastic replacement to have, you know, KKR would be uh, trying all they are the best to get Rocky Ferguson back fit. So these are two key uh, key possible options which KKR will be looking at to take on the RR game. But exciting times ahead, you know, even if KKR beats RR, we know that you cannot never ever ride off Mumbai Indians. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000. And there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Rito, how confident are you? Your KKR. How confident are you? I mean, Thursday, Friday are going to be very exciting. I think Thursday is probably going to be quite tense for KKR. Friday is going to be exciting regardless because Mumbai will know exactly what they need to do and they'll go for it. You know, they'll have to. They'll go for it. So that makes Friday a very exciting game. So how confident are you going into the end of the week? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty confident uh, even though you are trying to build some pressure on me that Mumbai will make, make it magically <laughs> through the playoffs. <laughs> but still, the way KKR are playing and the way RR are playing, they're looking at two opposite sides. So if KKR just play well, they should get through. Although, you never know with the IPL Mumbai have done it in the past in, as Raj mentioned in that uh, magical game against uh, Rajasthan in 20, 
Rajasthan Royals in 2014, but still KKR this time they should go through uh, on the fourth spot. If you think I'm putting pressure on you, Rita, you wait until Friday. You wait until Friday, mate. You'll, you're going to be behind the sofa watching between your fingers. You're not going to know which way to look. It's going to be tense. It's going to be nervous. It's going to be exciting. Um, whether KKR and Mumbai Indians can get through. We've seen the end, though, Claire, today of Rajasthan Royals. They can't go on any further. Sanju Sampson said after the game that he feels a bit fuzzy in his head, I think, or cloudy in his head. I think it's just taken its toll a little bit on Sanju this season. We saw him miss a stumping, and I think that's because his mind was elsewhere. Um, it's been a tough season for Sanju, hasn't it? And, you know, they've, they've lost a lot of big players. They've come back for the second part of the season, and it's just not clicked for them. It hasn't. And was it on last night's pod when you were discussing, um, you know, that sort of momentum and how the split in the season has kind of just yeah. really changed things for people, you know, for the teams, the makeup of the teams and that, like you say, that kind of momentum going all the way through where in a whole season you have that opportunity to have a little kind of dip in form and then pull it back again. Whereas with this, if you peaked at the wrong time, or, you know, had you dip at the wrong time, it's been quite, you know, sort of catastrophic. So it's, um, it's difficult yeah. though, isn't it? Because you, if you go, if you do all 14 games on the bounce in a, in a chunk, you get players like, like Anishan Kishan, for example, he gets the chance to put right the wrongs, doesn't he? And he's had to wait until months, months, months down the line to actually start to get into form. Yeah, and M- Mumbai, as we know, is that team that kind of starts off slowly, dare we say, and then kind of builds that momentum through. But with this really short half of the season, they haven't really had that opportunity to do that. And maybe th- maybe that's what's happening now, eh, Rito? They're just, you know, getting ready to peak. So it's really exciting. But yeah, for players like Sanju, who's had, you know, some really good results, he must feel a little bit... They got it. I, f- I feel for Rito, to be honest, Claire. I really do because they KKR. They always find a way to finish fifth, don't they, Raj? They, <laughs> fifth, fifth for the last two seasons, and Rito's got to be stealing himself to expect the worst, really. Absolutely, and that's why I said that you know KKR historically has always ended up fifth, coming to net run rate. But this time, you know, they are in a fortunate position because they don't really have to depend that much on net run rate if they beat RR. So if they have they have a task cut out in their hand is to beat RR. And if they beat her, I think they go through. And KKR has been a bit unfortunate the last two seasons when it comes to an interim rate. This time, I believe, in the second leg of the IPL, especially a little bit of RCB, uh, but KKR has been, I think, right up there when it comes to intent. So they have shown the right aggression, right mindset to play games. And I back them to beat RR and qualify for the fourth position. I mean, regardless of what Raj says there, Rito, you've got... Your talisman in Andre Russell, one of the best all-rounders in the world, injured. You've got your captain who's completely out of form with the bat. And, you know, they, they might be trying to play it the right way, but the wheels are coming off, aren't they? It looks like you have forgotten Kikia's last performance, James. The way Shriman Gill is batting, the way Venkatesh Ayer is batting, the way Varun Chakrabarti is bowling, Sunil Narayan and the piece, young Shiva Mami is pulling it just all to be confident about going into that last game and Raj he's also a KKR fan I'm, I don't know how he's falling into a trap James <laughs> <laughs> me as if I lay traps for you I feel like Jeremy Paxman tonight with with, with Rita Claire I was, I was just going to say I feel a little bit though like KKR is they're having a battle so hard like there's so much pressure on them getting that fourth spot what are they going to have left in the tank then 
you know, to go through. Is it? Is there so much riding on this that that is their peak, you know, or, or are they going to have enough then in the tank to then carry them through any further in the competition? Don't worry, Claire, don't worry, Claire, because I've already thought about that. If they get through, Rito's going to get bombarded with questions like that next time. There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I going to do? There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I going to do? I'm going to get a black rat, cricket bat. Here it fans. The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from blackratcricket.com. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. As Claire mentioned, we talked about the fact that this has been played in two chunks last night. And for me, um, I didn't really say my my thoughts on it last night because Neil Neil was with me. But the for me, I think it's diluted this IPL quite badly. The fact that it's been in two separate compartments at very different parts of the 2021 year. I think the, I mean, Neil said um, it's kind of like lost the narrative. And I, I, I can see that because with the IPL, usually you, you start, you finish, you can see it all the way through. You feel people's pain. You, you see the trajectory of the various sides and you can chart the approaches and the challenges of the various sides as you go through the seven weeks but this has been two very distinct parts Raj to me and I think a lot of people have struggled to pick it up again this, you know when, when it, now it's resumed I think a lot of people have, have struggled to get back into it absolutely and it uh, kind of changes also the mood of uh, you know viewers for instance you know the IPL in the first half of the tournament was played in India then you had a certain kind of pitches where uh, teams would make their combinations suit or tailor according to the conditions and then the second half of the IPL you know moved to you completely different conditions as well for teams to juggle up and the break in between and this IPL came in just after the Indian Test Series which was just such a high octane Test Series which was so riveting to watch as soon as the Test Series came the IPL started you know we how much we love Test Cricket both the nations India and England and it was so riveting you don't feel the same sort of attachment towards the IPL as you feel towards the Test sides competing against each other so I think uh, the pandemic has had a huge role to play. Pitch conditions have had a huge role to play. Team combinations, some teams faltering in the second half of the IPL, some teams picking up in the second half of the IPL. And also, James, I think the pitches also have dampened a lot of their moods as well because you have six to seven matches in Sharjah. The last six to seven matches in Sharjah have been total dubs. And you have two playoffs now in Sharjah, which will be absolutely low scoring. So that is also that also takes down the craze a bit uh, because however, you know, we love the bowlers, you know, we we love to see a little bit of sixes here and there. We love to see the uh, Hardik Pandyas and the Kyron Pollard in full flow with uh, teeing off in the back end of the innings. So these are, I think, the various criteria which has led down uh, to a little bit of lost interest. I, I, I agree with you to an extent on the Test match series. I mean, I, I love Test cricket more than anything, but I do think with an IPL where you see it all the way through, you can get just as involved in that. I, I just think because it's had the... It's almost had um, four distinct sort of parts to it this IPL we've had two, two different countries as, as host nations and we've had two very distinct kind of looking teams you know 
before and after kind of teams. And, you know, we've lost a lot of, um, you know, they, they keep showing some of the, the leading scorers or the leading six hitters yeah. or whatever. The chance of that and Johnny Bairstow's still on there and he's obviously come out yeah. to that. And, it, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things have changed quite a bit, haven't they, for this second incarnation? Absolutely. And one more important thing that I just realised looking at the points table is that every IPL towards this end of the tournament, you had almost like five to six teams, you know, fighting for the top three positions. But this is the first IPL where DC, CSK and RCB are cut above the rest. And there's only one spot where, you know, two or three teams are fighting at. And then, you know, uh, the IPL is known to have a lot of super overs as well. And ever since the second leg of the IPL, I, I don't think we have seen a super over. So the standards They'll of the IPL... They'll come in charge you. They'll come in charge you, Raj, on those low-scoring tracks in the playoffs. Rito, have, have you found it? Have you got as excited this this second compartment of the IPL? Has it, has it grabbed your fancy as much as it did at the, at the start of it? Have you been able to pick it up seamlessly? No, absolutely not, James. Part of it has to do with the pitches, which haven't been T20 cricket friendly at all. Mind you, I'm not against bowlers at all, but I want a good balance. Oh, you are. You are, Rito. Everything you say is against bowlers. But I mean, it's all down to money, Rito, isn't it? I mean, the reason that we're playing now, because a lot, a lot of teams, I mean, if, a lot of countries, if this had been um, a very small kind of tournament and it had run out of steam because of COVID in India in... Um, April or, or whatever it was earlier on in the year, they just chalked it off and said, "Right, yeah, we'll we'll ca- we'll class this one as a cancellation because of COVID, and we'll start again next year." You know, Sarah Ganguly is, um, I would imagine, has spent hours and hours and hours on telephones and Zoom calls and Skype calls and whatever else to try and get this second one up and running, mainly because. There are hundreds of millions of pounds involved in it. Yeah, absolutely. Even if they had cancelled this last 30 matches of the IPL, BCCI would have lose out on hundreds of crores, basically. Uh, so they had to get on with the show. But the way it has been planned, because the IPL, if you see uh, all of your eight teams play 14 matches in uh, a bit less than two year, two months' time. But this time, there have been two chunks. And that's where a team like BC, last year, they picked too early and say they missed out on the championship. And this year, they might have a go at that because they're playing the right brand of cricket throughout. So it's nothing against DC, but the dynamic of IPL is a bit different to other t- tournaments around the world. While you can pick early, but in IPL, you have to pick at the right time. Otherwise, the, you miss out on the uh, prize. and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. How's Terry Clay? You heard from him? No, I'm not a peep, although I do keep scanning around to the left and the right. This is the exact position I was sitting in the night that he attacked me from under the sofa. But fortunately, no signs of the uh, the beast tonight. The, the beast with eight legs. Um, yeah. The Delhi Capitals, Claire, final point tonight before I let you all go and enjoy your evenings. They seem to me, I've said this before, but they seem to me to be benefiting from the fact it's in two incarnations, this, because as Rito said, they've been notoriously sort of run out of steam as the playoffs kind of came around and kind of like limped into the finals or whatever and, and ran out of steam. I think they can go all the way this time. I think they just look like a team that hasn't um, had anything sort of like taken away from it by the two parts of it. They actually look stronger because Shreyas Ayer has come back into the side. Mm. And it's the perfect time. It's almost like the perfect storm for Delhi Capitals. Like I can see them winning it. 
Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, won't disagree with you on that one, James. I'm trying not to say that I'll support any of the teams that are going that do go through because whoever I do back will probably lose anyway. So I don't want to uh, take that away from any of them. But I do think Delhi have looked really strong, like you say. Um, Shreya Sire coming back has been a massive bonus for them. That wouldn't have happened if we'd have just played it through in the first half. So, yeah, where other teams might have lost out a little bit or peaked too early and run out of steam, it seems like they more or less got their second wind, which, so, you know, I mean, good luck to them. But like I say, I don't want to curse any of the teams that end up going through. I'll just sit back and enjoy it. Exciting. I mean, Rita and Raj have kind of like limited the drama by saying that it's only two teams fighting it for fourth. But we've got all of the various things with who gets into the top two with RCB, DC and CSK fighting it out. We've got the, the kind of subscripts. Virat Kohli's last um, IPL as RCB captain. We've got MSD's potentially last tournament, let alone you know, he's last as CSK captain. So there's all of those stories to unfold as we go through the next, uh, I think, about 10 days left of this IPL. The other good news as well is that on our predictions thing that we did the other night, we'd actually got the first two or three, whatever, whatever's gone so far. They're, they're, they're right. We're on track with it. So um, we haven't been scuppered just yet in terms of the predictions that we've made. Um, one last round of you before we uh, say goodbye. Who wins IPL 2021, Raj? I think it'll be a DC versus RCB finals and whoever performs the best wins but if I have to make a prediction I think DC will the Delhi Capitals DC. will be the RCB in the finals Delhi Capitals for Raj Rito Rito's frozen he's, he's petrified Claire what about you? Well, this is a tricky one because, like I say, I don't want to curse anybody. So I'm going to go with Raj's prediction of Delhi winning and beating um, RCB in the final because, actually, I'm hoping it might go the other way. You're trying to do reverse psychology there. I know what you're <laughs> I about. am. I'm definitely <laughs> trying to do that. I would love to see Virat win the trophy. Yeah, so on that note, Delhi Capitals. <laughs> <laughs> and Rito's frozen. And I'm going to speak for Rito because he just messaged me. He said, uh, KKR I've got no chance. He can see Mumbai Indians flying through and taking the taking the trophy. That oh, Rito's back. Is that right, Rito? Absolutely, the opposite that I would say, Jim. <laughs> Who are, you, who are you tipping to win the whole thing? Yeah, probably the last podcast I was on, we said that DC will win the trophy, but still now KKR so close to qualifying, I have to back them now. It's KKR's year now. KKR's year. You heard it here first, everybody. Rito's sticking with his team. And KKR's Good for you, Rito. Still, Good for you. Still, still very much in the hunt. I couldn't bully him. Couldn't bully him tonight out of thinking that KKR were going to still make it and until the playoffs. James and Morgan to win two trophies in, uh, in the Space of one month. Mm. <laughs> happy with the second. Happy with the second part of that, Rita. If that comes true, England and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, thank you, Claire. Thank you, Raj. Thank you, Rita. Thank you, everybody, for watching, stroke listening as we're going through these IPL 2021 daily podcast. We'll be back, of course, tomorrow for more IPL chat, more IPL action, more debate. And uh, Rita, you on tomorrow? Am we able to bully you tomorrow as well? Oh, I'm back on Friday. Oh, I look forward to it. You'll be a nervous wreck by the end of that day. You'll be just a quivering jelly on my screen when we come back to do uh, the Friday podcasts and uh, probably full of tears as well, Rita. Probably full of tears. Anyway, um, we will look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. 
have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.